0: Hey, it's Bill Simmons. I have some good news for you. The hottest take, it's back. Oh, yeah. Monday through Thursday, four times a week, you hear from me, Chris Ryan, Sean Fantasy, Mallory Rubin, Wosney Lambrey, Van Lathan, Jude Lipman, many other Ringer staffers. You get one take, you got defend it to the death. Sports takes, pop culture takes, food takes, airplane takes. Oh, yeah. It's coming back. First episode drops August 29th. Come back! It's me, Jesse, and Mike's here. Welcome to the podcast, everyone. It's August thirtieth, two thousand twenty-two. The year of our Lord, AD. Thank you. What do you think about me being gone that last episode and now me being back? Loved it. You did not. How do I
1: tighten this thing now, though? The
0: uh, like this part. The the, s- uh, this. This. Uh, we are having a little mic adjustment in the the studio. I didn't know we could just microphones before we. Very started.
1: exciting stuff in here. There's a, if, if you think I'm in, I'm you done. can
0: adjust it, you probably can. There's so many little knobs on these things. Tuesday, um, not Monday. People are probably a little confused. You did say on the last episode, right? It, there's no way of telling. <laughs> At this point, it doesn't matter. You could never prove it if you I did. I think
1: we did. We had Chris last episode. We had Jason Flynn. Jason Flynn, Flynn was terrible. Oh, what?
0: Did you not? Well, you never listened. No, I wouldn't have listened. Oh, he listened. was fast. I was asleep. very, I expect more from Jason. But he that's literally okay. just texted me, by the way. Did he really? <laughs> oh, he Is did. Is this podcast live? Oh, he did just message us. So funny. yeah,
1: we're Tuesday this week or Tuesday next week. Um, I may be flying out of town next Tuesday. After the podcast? Maybe not. Depends <laughs> on how this thing goes. So.
0: Well, let's, let's work something out where we can do something. It doesn't matter. We we'll make it work. just leave you
1: high and dry like you left me. Perfect. Oh my God. Hey, guys. It was actually a perfect little reset for everybody.
0: Oh, I did. It was a really good reset. Jesse needed some time
1: off. We needed some time apart.
0: Are we just going to talk about, oh, we were, yeah, it was good. We were at each other's like throats a, little, a bit. And now we feel, I think we are in a better place. Cause here's the thing. We are together all like a lot, a lot of the time, not just in business, but personal lives. Um, I think that sometimes, even if you really enjoy the person, darn say love. I wouldn't say that, but some might. You have something else to say? I that can't or get or my microphone to stay up. And every time I start Why talking, this a All right, we're good. Um, Big. Let's, let me just do the goulash. Because I'm Go just ahead. doing a quick goulash, okay? All right, guys. I'm fine. Now that it. we're back, we're running it down. What to do with NFL cards. Bam. It's a goulash episode. We're going to talk a little bit about a few different subjects. Um, there's a few things in the news, so we're going to have a straight facts homie, uh, including some big soccer talk. Uh, there's a little bit of release week. We've got uh, some things to shout out, to give credit to. We've got mailbag. And then... In between, there's going to be a little bit of nonsense. Just face it. I hope you enjoy. By the way. Okay, just to be real quick. (laughs) Do it. Say
1: it. We're going to talk about it for just a minute anyways because you have some soccer stuff. I texted Jason. I was like, so what's the deal with this whole – you good? Yep. Cool. What's the deal with this whole Mbappe signing to Panini? Is this that big of a deal? Uh, Here's – let me just read his answer real quick. Please. Well, we've gone to the most iconic young soccer player in the world having no autos for the first six years to having very limited on-card autos and a Tops product. We'll talk about that later. To having three separate Panini products announced for his winter, for this winter, with his autos inside. It's a huge deal. I thought the question was answered well right there. Yeah. Without me responding, I didn't get this. You're wandering the desert. Then you see a tiny stream where you can finally get a drink. But by the time (laughs) you've reached the stream, you're just bending down for a sip. You realize there's actually a whole river just over the next sand dune.
0: <laughs> he made up for that, his lack of enthusiasm with poetry.
1: Is that Irish an Irish metaphor for this is a big deal?
0: Uh, that's a Gaelic okay, so a rhyme. Um, it doesn't rhyme. It sounds like to me. Is he saying that the topsing is less of a big deal? Because there's a river on the other side. We'll talk about that after. It's okay. the time. we are talk about right time. now. You, you know, know what? Rip in that case. Of- Let's just do this. Big picture.
1: Yeah, me and Eddie are ripping that case. What is
0: the thing called? Do you have the case? I do. I pulled it up for it's you. It's 2022. Um, 2021-22. Okay. Tops Chrome Paris Saint-Germain soccer. PSG. Set.
1: So it's only 40 cards. You're guaranteed certain things, including you're guaranteed one Mbappe auto. Yes. I think I've said Pele earlier. It's supposed to be Mbappe. I don't know. You told- Whatever.
0: You said Mbappe. I thought.
1: There's only 270 sets of this made. Every auto is numbered. If you get a low number auto, according to Jason and another soccer person mm-hmm. who commented in the group quite frequently, that's a minimum five-figure card. You start getting into numbered autos of his, they think it's going to push high five figures. And then, of course, the one-of-one superfractor. I guess it would be a superfractor. Mm-hmm.
0: Half a million to a million is what Jason said.
1: In So me and Eddie got one case of this. And you said
0: there's 750 cases or 271. Or boxes? Two hundred seventy-one cases. It's only a forty-card set. Sure, um, and you're guaranteed to get at least one you're Mbappe at signature. It, right? You
1: have the, do you have the, because I do,
0: but I don't. I didn't see the thing about the guarantee.
1: You're guaranteed an Mbappe and a couple other big names. Point being, we're gonna rip this thing live on Card Shop Live. We're gonna dual stream it from I think Geo Breaks and Sports Cards nonsense, but then we're gonna be on our socials as well. We're streaming live Instagram with it. I think okay. you could help us with that. Probably be helpful. I'll uh, see what I can do. Because if we pull that one one again, half million to a million dollar card, pretty savage. And then we're going to give away. I, I told him like, if we hit that card, we're giving away ten grand worth of stuff. Just have fun with it.
0: So can I have ten grand worth of stuff? Because I'm not even involved in this. Absolutely not. You can you hold the camera didn't for tell Instagram me live, anything though. about it, and I'm very upset about it. Um, that's that's insane, though. Well, okay. So since we're already we talking about, let's just keep talking about Mbappe. Then the fact that this is tops. But he's about to release. He just signed a major exclusive. deal with Panini. I
1: think it makes it even more valuable. He's only going to have one Tops card. Do people care
0: about that? Oh
1: yeah, only like one. That there's tops one
0: Topps yeah. auto versus an auto with someone else.
1: Versus the fact he's going to have tops autos every single year for the next ten years. It's you mean Panini deal. autos? No, yeah. I mean tops. He's not going to have that now.
0: Oh, you're saying? So you're
1: saying this is going to be a for in the for the foreseeable future? Yes. It is just this one Topps auto. There's your
0: exclusive X. Glucivity, well, with tops, yes, with tops, but they will have other autos. Not with tops. Not I, mean, I know. Not but why Chrome? does that matter? Why does that matter? Because Top's Chrome
1: is a major brand. Ferrari is only going to sure. make two Ferraris. I don't care that Jaguar is making three hundred Jaguars.
0: It's only two Ferraris. But some could say the Ferrari is the signature, and, and therefore the signature say, is being made. Top's Chrome other is places. a signature series product. I like to know what dealism. other people think. I I am curious because I, I I I've just never heard that. The the signature itself being at one brand versus being at another brand is that big of a deal. But I mean Of course
1: it is. Yeah, absolutely. Just like Tom, like certain guys only having, uh let me think here. So Steph Curry has a Topps Chrome rookie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He does not have a Prism rookie. That's a big deal. Brand is huge here.
0: This is a big, big deal. But in this case, he would have a so you just made the comparison that Steph Curry doesn't have a uh Rookie card. Nope. I said he doesn't, he doesn't have, have a, a signature. Nope. I said top <laughs> 0 for two and listening.
1: Go. He has a Tops Chrome rookie. Yes. Major. Yeah, we talked yeah. about the LeBron rookie. Mm-hmm. Top's Chrome. Major. Durant Tops Tops Chrome is a major, major brand. Yes. No, he no. He is now gonna that. have an on card auto in Tops Chrome, but mm-hmm. only in one product ever, foreseeably. That's a huge deal. Okay. Massive. I- I don't care that he's gonna have three thousand autographs in Panini. He's only gonna to have Topps Chrome in one product.
0: Gotcha. One auto. It's a big okay. deal. I, I, I don't doubt that it's a big deal. I just sounds... am curious. I, I'm curious how big of a deal it is compared to It was already fact, a big deal. That's the thing. In other big products, it sounds like. But um okay. So do you know when that actually starts? If anyone's curious, the those cards will go into production. It sounds like um You're talking about the Panini stuff now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This the, winter. Yes, uh, actually, I think it's. Ne- I thought it was next year. Is it this year? I don't know. Okay. Um, earlier this year, he signed. Um, he will be with them. He signed through twenty twenty five. Wow, I didn't realize this. He's won two league player of the year awards and led the Le- led the league in scoring for three straight years.
1: It's a big deal. Face of the league. I guess that's Dude, what I'm that told box
0: that you're the case that you're ripping. It's going to be fun. That's going to be insane. So our goal. So we're this Friday, it. right? There's
1: five of us splitting the case. Okay. We're ripping it Friday night. We're sending off cards. To, the majority will go to SGC, potentially a couple to PSA. And then we're, I talked to our guy, Pristine, because I, I think the plan would be to hold most of these till November and sell then. I would oh, think
0: right. World Cup. World Cup time. Maybe
1: not though, but because there's not many on the market, not many in existence anyways. So our yeah. plan is then sell everything and split the money five ways. Man. The so fact we'll that you
0: guys got a case of this—that's got to be super rare. Um, wow. Okay. Cool. I think we kind of skipped ahead. We were going to go right care. into that's NFL. Fun. We're
1: talking. We're talking soccer.
0: <laughs> you know I love soccer talk, but um, when we're done with soccer, let's change it to football, but American style. What to do with NFL cards? What's the deal timing wise? So I think this
1: is a timing thing here. First of all, we'll talk about some of the specific deals that have happened here in just a minute. Timing with NFL football, because this came up in a, a number of rooms I was a part of last night and topic on social media recently. Um, hey, we've been buying football for the past few months, but when is the actual time to sell? A couple different stages here. Some of the stuff is right now. Like there are a number of players right now, in my opinion, that will not get any higher during the course of the season. I would argue Mac Jones is higher right now than he's going to be at any time a year from today. Like, in the next 12 months, I think Mac Jones will sell higher today than any other time in 12 months. Even I think if he plays well? because That's, that's just thing, my prediction,
0: right? and even if he does. But I'm just curious if you're saying that because you think he's not going to play well. I think he's well. going
1: to play fine. He's not going to live up to the hype. Okay. I feel the same way about Trey Lance, which is interesting. Jimmy G just restructured his contract to stick around in San Francisco. Is that just because he's going to be a backup, or is that because there's some doubt that Trey can start? I would argue the same as well, though. Trey Lance, more expensive now than any other time over the next 12 months. But you've been collecting him, right? You've no, been, I've not Trey.
0: You no. don't have any Trey? Oh, okay. I thought you had a few.
1: I had a couple small ones. I think I sold everything I had Trey Lance on my last uh, live stream oh, okay. Card Shop Live. Um, Justin Fields, same thing. Zach Wilson, I'm 50-50 on, and Davis Mills, because he's so much cheaper. I mm-hmm. think there could be some upside. Trevor Lawrence, um, I tend to lean toward the upside with him as well. Uh, I would almost even argue Burrow is in that same boat. and like maybe, too high? Not too high, but just as high now as they're going to be at almost any time in the next year. Um, Jalen mm. Hurts, Tua, higher right now. For a lot of these guys, I think, the, the point is, yeah. so hey, when what do I do with my cards? For guys like that, if you're not in them long term, Baker Mayfield, Christian McCaffrey, who I've been buying just to sell, I think those guys you sell right now are within the, between now and the window of the season opening. Are you Best still time doing to sell him? anything with Russell Wilson? Russell Wilson's a great, a, a great. So now Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, are already Hall of Famers. Obviously, different levels of greatness there, but those are the type of guys I'm holding until the season starts. I think Wilson's going to have a great first ten games. I'd probably move him there. Aaron Rodgers, I I think foreseeably has an unbelievable season again because he's a regular season MVP just about every year. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm, I'm good holding him. So I'm probably selling those guys at some point during the season, probably the second half after they've put up some impressive numbers. Um, the more established guys, too, even like a Justin Jefferson, probably holding him until the second half of the season because I think he'll have a great start. Jamar Chase, I think, is going to have a great year again. Jalen Waddell. So the underpriced guys now, the less hyped-up guys right now. Mm-hmm. Cool. Wait till the season. Wait till you see what you think. And then the third fraction of this would be the long-shot guys that I think are going to make noise in the playoffs. So it requires a couple things. First, patience on your part. And then second, in a version of hobby news between now and February, if I'm holding Tom Brady cards with the intent to sell, because I think he spikes in the playoffs, I don't care that week seven, he gets beat by team X by 12 and throws four picks. It doesn't matter if you're going to do that. If you're going to go into the season with that game plan, Mm -hmm. have those guys in mind. Here's what I'm selling. I'm holding them long-term because I think they're making playoff noise. Matthew Stafford, I think they're going to make a deep run. Fantastic. Stay away from the week to week crap with those guys. And just stick to your plan that I think they're going to go far in the playoffs, so I think there are levels to a lot of these things, but the majority of those guys fall into level one. Sell them now because they will not live up to the hype, even if they have a good season. Your thoughts, jesse I,
0: I have some questions I would like to back up to I didn't your see a boy raised't so. don't, don't you Thomas Edward Brady yep, what are your feelings right now about the man who just took off for? Indeterminate amount of time. What was it? Two weeks? Something like he's that. He's back. He's back. But his ex- he didn't say where he was. He very just said he's old man. And very out of character for him. He's been all about reps and practice. I don't know if you've been checking any pricing on him over the last year. He's uh, now granted it's been a, about a year since we we've seen any football playing. Uh, I guess what? not quite that long. Six what months. is it? Six? Is it six months? Six seven months. Yeah. But um, he's at a low compared to where he was a year ago. Um, I would say he's at the lowest point over the last year. Uh, yeah, he is. De- depending on which card you're looking at, he's at the lowest what point. What card are you looking at? Um, this one is the the Skybox Domination one. I didn't want to pull his Bowman Dominion. one. Dominion. Yeah, I'm sorry. Dominion. Sure. Um, currently selling at $384 for a PSA 10. What's the pop? Uh, the pop on that card is 1600
1: Any, like, multiple sales at this level? enough um, to actually like, see a pattern. so
0: this is in fact here let me throw it up for you so Put on the screen multiple sales I'm gonna go over I'm gonna shorten this time period so you can see a little better all right so as you can see yeah, he's low right now yeah yeah um he hasn't had a steep drop off that would indicate like people are freaking out but it does make me wonder like did we see his height price the the height of his pricing last year
1: well, you have to remember, we had a guy almost go to the Super Bowl and mm-hmm. then retire. Yep. Two major indicators in why his price would get high. Yeah. Then he does not make the Super Bowl, obviously, and the retirement turns out to be fa- fake news. So he comes back, which caused the drop in price. Sure, exactly. And- that's why. That's what you've seen. That's why you've seen what you've seen right now. I think is just those reasons alone. But but during okay. the season right now, like if he comes out and plays like he did last year, we're going to see a steady climb. If there starts to be rumors like, hey, this dude might get a might go to the. Uh, the Super Bowl again this year. Mm -hmm. I mean, and then when he does eventually really retire, I think there are more positive markers left in his career than negatives.
0: If he doesn't win another Super Bowl, does his retirement hit as high as his last retirement?
1: Yeah, because it wasn't a crazy jump then either. It was like a 20, I had a ton of his stuff we were all watching. Mm -hmm. There wasn't a crazy jump then. Do
0: you think think it would be another
1: crazy jump or another non-crazy jump then? 15, 20, 25% for most cards, I think, when he announces his real retirement.
0: Okay. Um, I guess it just makes me wonder about guys who were who found him to be so high for so long they couldn't really get in. If this is a low point, is this now a time to buy? I would say buy? yes.
1: If you're looking to buy Brady's long term, I think now is probably the last chance you'll have to get in at most of these prices.
0: Um, okay. So there you go. There's Tom Brady. That was my question: was is he at his lo- uh, is he at a low to where if I wanted to get some of the stuff, I should. Yes. I okay. think so.
1: A couple other just just real quick NFL news. Geno Smith is named a starter for the Seattle Seahawks. I don't Who? know why people have been posting about this. What'd you say? Who? Yeah, exactly. Geno <laughs> <Gino> Smith. <laughs> Who cares about Geno Smith? Maybe he'll come out and shine. If you want but you know what? There was a couple things in the mailbag this week. I think there were two comments about hey, values that are more attainable for certain people. Yeah. If you want to take a flyer on somebody cheap, twenty thirteen Geno Smith stuff is probably dirt cheap right now.
0: Twenty thirteen, man,
1: yep. that was a horrible. Him and EJ Manuel headed that that draft.
0: What um, makes people what what makes them think that that's a good play? Like someone that he looks good in training camp,
1: apparently, and they just traded Russell Wilson. Don't have much else, so so Geno Smith. Maybe there's a play there if you want like a cheap guy. I'm not a Geno Smith believer, but. At the same time, I could see some upside. Like he's exciting; he can still, still pretty mobile. And you have DK Metcalf, so maybe he makes a little bit of a splash early. Um, Lavisca Chenault. Oh, you know Lavisca, uh, cheap, super cheap uh, wide receiver. I think he's a twenty twenty rookie. He just got traded to Carolina. Okay, I like Carolina for the first month. I think going to be one of the most exciting teams the first month of the season. Who will inevitably miss the playoffs and have half their (laughs) roster injured. But you've now got Baker. CMC, you've got some other receivers there too, and then you you throw LaVisca in the mix. I actually don't hate that deal. Like He's another guy cheap. Maybe you take a flyer on. Kenny Pickett's the one, though, that is totally bamboozled. Is that how I would say that, it? Yeah, what, absolutely. What would the you word are. be? No, bamboozled. Flabbergasted. Okay. So we talked about Panini 2022, uh, excuse me, 2021 Panini Select. It came oh. out really late this year. Yep. So XRC has always been a redemption. In other words, a redemption for an early rookie card of the next class. So in 2021, excuse me, let's go back to last year. In 2020, you would pull an XRC that says 2021 QB1. If you hit that card, you would then get a quarterback number one, the first drafted of the following year. So in 2020, that card would have turned into, it was a redemption. In 2020, that QB1 card would have turned into a Trevor Lawrence. He was the first quarterback taken. They do that with running. They've always been redemptions. This year it happens. The product is released after the draft. I think we talked about this briefly. And so the the cards are actually live. Here is what's wild though. So Kenny Pickett, QB1. He just had his tie-dye XRC rookie auto, number 25. Mm -hmm. So again, it's a live card. Sold on the third. Oh, today. Sold for $5,200. Whoa. Why anybody, I I don't even know if he's going to start. I I think it looks like Trubisky's still going to start, but maybe he will. Um, Those XRC prices are out of control. His silver auto, number 299, is selling for about $1,500. Here's why I think it's going to be rough for the Kenny Pickett market, though. Mm -hmm. And as much as I look at these prices, I'm like, hey, that's an immediate sell, and I would. He is in a pro uniform here, which is interesting because the next bunch of products we're going to have come out, He's, not, he's going to be in college. We're going to get all the draft stuff first. Luminance comes out, uh, what, tomorrow. That's a college uniform product. All of this stuff is going to be college uniform. I do think it's interesting this year for the first time ever, we have a pro uniform first and from a crazy premium product like Select. I think that is also going to help the Select market. Okay, and it's 2021 product.
0: Because that actually, that follows up with a question I had. And I, I wrote it down last week thinking I was going to be on Thursday's episode. Um, and I was going to ask them, but I'll ask it now because it's still applicable. Um, so, basically, the overall question has to do with the pricing of Select. Because even as of right now, it's going for 1650 a box. And Prism is still going for 1800 a box. It just made me think, like, are you getting the value out of it to be able to sustain those kinds of prices because I was talking to John, one of uh well, our main happy tech guy, happy John, John. if you, you. will. I, that's I my will. bad. That is my bad. Um, Cut that, Mike. He, and he was mentioning like, he wasn't even getting into some of the breaks just because he wasn't seeing necessarily the value um, there. And, and I think that's of course, determinant on if you're hitting a big team or not, but the overall thought was like, is this too high? And is it, is it at this price because some people get, will pay it. for it? Yep. Because there are people that are saying, Oh, I don't want to pay for this. And therefore, are you hurting the market when you have a product that even though there's there are there is some demand, the overall people that say, Ah, it's too high for me, I'm not gonna buy it, it pushes them away from the hobby and therefore they care less to get in on future breaks. Is all right, that let a me thing condense at all?
1: this and put this together because it is a good point product select, for example, select mm-hmm. is very expensive. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard to make your money back despite the fact that single prices are high. So a lot of people are going to look at that and say, Hey, I'm just going to stay away. So even though there's demand for that product, a lot of people are priced out. Yes, That is a concise version. Very mm-hmm. fair point. Here's what I would say. That's the case with the majority of products now, high-end stuff. It's been that way for the last few years. The market, I would say is stronger than ever. Mm-hmm. And people realize now too, you are in it for the chase. You're buying select with the hopes of hitting that one of one Trevor Lawrence is going to sell for a hundred thousand dollars. And that's kind of what, what we're, and I think what we've realized is there are enough people. What do you think about that? Like that, that's become, it's, it has become a gambler mentality. I know. Yeah. I don't, I don't love it. That's why I don't rip wax like that. I do find it. But people, but people love that. That's the society we live in. Instant gratification. I want to spend a thousand to win a hundred thousand dollars without doing any work. That's why everybody wants to be a social influencer, so they can dance in front of a camera for three minutes <laughs> and get paid and not do any real work. It's the same mindset. Man, I people hate it. People want the easy
0: way out. I hate to say that because it's, like, such a boomer mentality, but I do—it is—it's hard to disagree with. because yeah, I like, mean— That's what, like, I, I'm watching, like, uh, some—I don't know, some cable TV show, and it was just the young people, and their their goal is to just hit it big by, like, going and becoming a model or— going and, you know, signing a record contract and this and, and then They're, they you know, they're somewhat prettier they're somewhat, you know, good at music. But then they just think like, oh, well, this is just what people do. This is their job. I mean, some people go and get a, you know, a job selling, you know, things door to door, vacuum door to door or something like that. I just mean. You're talking about in the 30s or not? Okay. <laughs> actually, Check some people up. still do back- vacuum sales. I just mean, like, what what happened? man that's a boomer mentality but what happened why why can't why is it bad to just go out and work hard you know that's... i mean we have a podcast so i don't know we need <laughs> yeah to well before the, and okay you know what you're even more guilty because you've been doing this for years i just got into it i was doing a nine to five working at the man he was over there slinging. i was slinging mouse pads bro okay
1: I remember your days at Dell. Okay, don't even start yeah, with let's me. Just,
0: let's not go down that path. Because
1: <laughs> In we case in I ever have space. to go back to Dell. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> 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 Dell Del doesn't need your, to
0: listen. Nope. I think there were many pictures of how I did my job at Dell. Sure. In a well, recliner. Wearing of those pictures. Doesn't matter. Okay. Hey, you know what? Anyways, that's the whole point there. I,
1: yes, some people are priced out, but I think the majority of people see that although wax pricing in general is way higher than it's ever been, aside from the past few years, mm-hmm. single pricing mm-hmm. is high as well. Okay. There is always going to be a leveling off and a check and balance there, though. If for, a long, if for an extended period of time, the singles pricing is way down, the wax will inevitably follow and
0: vice versa. So those things are always connected, but there's always a delay. Fun fact, Geno Smith, 2013 Panini Prism Rookie, just sold.
1: Raw graded what? Raw. How much? Do you have a guess? You could tell me five or three thousand. I would have known. Fifty bucks. Five dollars. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, that's with shipping. It was four dollars plus ninety three cents shipping. So how are they
1: shipping that car for ninety three cents? Don't plain ask white
0: envelope. It's you're getting a bent card. Oh, I
1: tell you, a car that did not sell for that is the nineteen fifty two SGC nine point five. Talk about a Segway, man! This guy is Mickey getting it. Mantle at Heritage. Ever heard of it? Sold for over a little. What was it? Twelve six with the buyer premium. Twelve
0: six. Yep. I want to address one thing. Can we talk about the buyer premium?
1: Yeah. Just to be clear. The sales price of the card is the 12, six buyer premium is counted. I don't know why people had the immediate need to rush to social media like donkeys when this happened. (laughs) Hey, just so we're clear, BP is not the comp. You comp the card without the BP. Okay. You don't because the guy who bought the card paid 12.6. That is the comp on the card. Doesn't matter who the
0: money's going to. That's what they paid.
1: It was the, I I saw so many guys say that. I was like, what, what, what point are we working for here?
0: It is insane, though, that they charge 20%. Like Pretty standard. Every auction house. I mean, it's... <laughs> okay, so it's Mantle, what, here's the question. You sold that card. Let's just hypothetically, you didn't, to be clear, mm-hmm. right? That wasn't you? Correct. What do you do? Where do you invest that money after that? Me personally? Yeah. Like, say you're not just like... You're not looking for a do- payoff. We sell the app tomorrow. I get $12 million dollars. Yeah, but I like to I like this because this is specific to like guys in the hobby who took something that they really loved and they sold it. Oh, okay. but they want to keep the money in the hobby. Because you would spend that a little differently. Oh, I would do eighty percent of that into real estate. Yeah, exactly. But um, what are you
1: doing in the hobby? I'd go heavy on Brady
0: right now. If I had big money really? like that. You go straight to Brady. Yeah, he's
1: cheap right now. Okay. You just said, Yeah, well, I'd go real heavy on Brady. That refractor that just sold for a hundred grand,
0: I'd go try to find some of those. You wouldn't spread it around a little bit? No. I mean, you don't want to tattoo this thing. How how is Brady gonna tattoo? I'm just saying we can see what happens to people when bad news happens. There's, I'm not saying that there could that he's going to come out and he's using PEDs or something like that. I'm just saying like diversification.
1: Right. I would say so. Give me a reasonable answer as to why with Brady that's a fear, though.
0: Uh he goes out there, he's 40 mm-hmm. something years old, and he breaks his leg.
1: Yeah, he never plays again. Perfect. That does not hurt his pricing. He is not okay. a 22-year-old kid who's played a season and a half. He is the greatest football player of all time. That's what yeah. I mean. I don't need to diversify. He's safe. Okay. Yeah, now, I'm not
0: saying go out and spend a ton of money on Herbert. He comes out, and it turns out he pinched a baby. <laughs> what, what about that? Sure. Morality yeah. clause. Didn't yep. think about that one, did you? Sure. Um, okay, so you would just go heavy into Brady. I, I, Someone had posted that on uh Instagram. I thought that was an interesting question. What what does this guy who just made twelve million or ten million on the sale of this card? What is he going to? Dimensionally,
1: into? paid like hundred grand for that card, right? Wasn't that 50. the story? Fifty.
0: Yeah, not bad. Back in like ninety one or something like that. Yeah. Uh, did you know the card, the most expensive piece of memorabilia before that? Card or memorabilia? Memorabilia, because this is considered because now. Not only did this break this record for the highest selling card, it's highest selling piece of member, sports memorabilia of all time.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't like that. I wouldn't consider it that. Well, it is. I it's mean, It's not memorabilia. It's a card. Why not? Those are two different two Cards different are memorabilia. Yeah, not to anybody in the card world. That's not a real thing. Okay. That's like saying an F-150 is the highest selling truck of all time. I mean, car of all time. Well, it's technically a truck. This is technically a car. They're both vehicles, but
0: they're not the same. I don't know if it is like saying that, but you can say that if you want. I would consider it a piece of memorabilia as well. And the second most, uh, before this, the most high-selling piece of memorabilia was the Diego uh, Maradona. Is that how mm-hmm. you pronounce it? It is. The hand of God. How much? $9.3 million for that jersey. It was earlier this year, in fact. I What's the hand of God thing? What are you talking oh, about? Oh, I think he hit, like, he got scored twice in, like, the 1986 World Cup. Something like that, um, and he said like it was divine <laughs> intervention.
1: It's something like in the 1986 Nine, World I know Co- it was 1986.
0: <laughs> okay. I don't know if it was scoring I didn't know twice or something like that. But was it a handball? Did he actually use his hand? Did he cheat, or maybe he just scored once. I don't know. I don't think he cheated. He he claimed it was divine intervention. Something with the jersey. Uh, I don't know if that's one of the reasons why. Because no one's saying the, the Mickey Mantle has special powers. I don't know if they they claimed his 9.3 jersey. Nine point three million. Nine point three million was the record earlier this year. Which is funny because we didn't really, I mean, I didn't hear about that. We Where never did talked it sell, it. do you know? I don't know. I would.
1: I don't really care. Actually, it may not even
0: be in the States where it's sold, but I mean. interesting. Okay, It is something to think about as far as where we're at in the grand scheme of investing in sports memorabilia, whether or not you consider a card memorabilia or not. I would think it is. I would think it is.
1: I'm not saying you wouldn't. I'm saying anybody in the space. I've never heard that before.
0: I'm just saying you can have a card and it be memorabilia. At the same time. You don't disagree. Yeah, that's all. Sure. I just don't think it's I don't think you can speak for everyone in the space, but that's fine. If everyone in the space comes at me and says, No, Jesse, you're stupid, I'll I'll listen to that. Okay.
1: (laughs) I was gonna say, oh, the other thing with this though, I don't think this does anything for the market. When cards like this sell, I don't think it does anything. I don't think there's any trickle-down spillover. I think the only trickle down from this card, Rob Goh, a dude with the hat who wouldn't tell us how to pronounce his last name or tell us his (laughs) age, by the way. But then it was very pleasant <laughs> to us in Boston. Um, he bought that mantle a couple, right after we started the show, wasn't it? Yeah. He bought a 52 PSA 9 for $5 million. I think there's a connection there. That, that card is probably worth more the day
0: after this mantle sold. You don't think that this has any effects? Just like the so, overall mentality of the market? Nope.
1: So if I'm going to go out and buy a $13 Geno Smith Rookie Auto, I don't care that a card just sold for $12 million. Yeah, I do. I really, I think that is a one of the most overplayed storylines going. Is when stuff like this happens with a single card.
0: Now, if Zion Williamson, what about a macro event? You don't believe in macro events affecting the hobby?
1: The market is down. The overall stock market is down. You don't
0: think that affects the market?
1: In certain markets, I do. In the sports card market, an untouchable unicorn Mickey Mantle rookie card selling for twelve million. I don't think affects anything else in that market aside from
0: the Mickey Mantle market. In very small areas. Well, I don't think the fact that the specific card sold is the biggest part that affects the market. It, I think the part that affects the market is the fact that more money is being spent than ever before on a card. I don't think that affects anything else. Aside- what? Really? Yeah, i your phone surprised? vibrating?
1: Is that uh, you? Shut your phone off if you would. I'm sorry. Shaking uh, the table.
0: <laughs> is it important? Is this breaking news? Dude, I don't even want to. Your phone goes off all the time. All right. Yes, it's done. It's off. Breaking news. Best card hobby group by far. Someone just said. Delete. Just throw him out of the <laughs> group.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't subscribe to that. An event that I think would be a huge deal to the market in general. The biggest thing I could think of right now, actually, Zion Williamson comes out and plays a, a week of great basketball. I think that has a way bigger effect on the whole card market as a whole than this sale or okay. any individual card selling for an all-time high price, because there is no connection with. 99.99% or any of any
0: individual card selling for an all-time price. I
1: think Zion having an overall great performance outperforms any single card. Okay. Cause I, I'm I just, not saying like, cause the, this is just
0: a different world. I'm not saying that wouldn't also affect it. I'm just saying that this, I would have thought you would be on the same train of this would affect the market.
1: Cause I, where is this money? I just don't think this it's is a, an
0: overall mentality of like, Oh yeah, I've been pulling back. I haven't been spending as much. Oh, wow. Someone just set, spent more money than ever before. Oh, maybe there are more buyers in the market. Maybe there are more, there's more money being spent. Maybe I will dabble. Maybe I will get that in on that break. But That's see, my yeah, thinking.
1: I, I see what you're saying. I don't think there's more buyers. I think there's a guy with a ton of money, and he's not like he came in and bought 300 cases of a product. He came in and bought a card nobody else could afford. I, yeah, I don't I don't view it as doing anything for the market. I'd be very surprised. the start of the NFL season mm-hmm. has a billion times more effect on the market than this. I agree you that, you know, that also Zion does, yeah. coming back and playing F because he's been hurt and so many people have money mm-hmm. tied up. Way more important than this. I don't think we're gonna see any movement at all because of this. I'd be very surprised. I just don't most, most guys got up and said, Yeah, it's cool as a new all-time high. Doesn't affect what I'm doing.
0: See, but the the difference here too is also that not only did you and I know about this, but guys who know nothing about sports cards know about this. Like guys who have like grandparents, this made like wall street journal, the times, like all the big press headlines, the main news TV stuff. So that just makes me think, okay, not only is it card guys that know about this, it's other parts of the world that know about this. And they're like, oh my God, cards are selling for $12 million. I got to get in on this. I got to find out what's going on. I want to buy the rookie of this guy that I grew up watching.
1: I hope so. I do I I would in a perfect world I would hope that would be the situation. I don't think that's the case. But I could be wrong. I hope I am. I mean, this would be much more beneficial if if that were correct. What is uh, the straight facts, homie? I know you have that in red today. Is it in red? It's in I told, red.
0: Well, you you set the precedent a long time ago that if it's in red, you want me to read it. So, I just I'm following your lead on that one. That's what I'm asking you. What is it though? I uh, there's excited. a few there's a few different things I was going to talk about. Um First thing I wanted to talk about was something that we already this I was gonna include the the whole mantle news in there, but um I wanted to talk about another entrance into cards. Uh so when you think about like card collecting, you think about sports cards, of course. Uh Pokemon cards and mm-hmm. like what Magic the Gathering, maybe like some what Yu-Gi-Oh and something like that. Marvel. Uh Marvel cards. Sure. Yeah. Um Disney is coming, it looks hard into the card market with a card game or, well, a card collecting. Uh, it'll be a game just like Pokemon's a game Magic the Gathering's a game, but it's specifically supposed to be a collectible trading card thing. TCG. Um, so, there you go. So latter half of next year, Disney's launching something called Disney Lorkana. Uh It's a trading card game, collectible game. They're basically partnering up with some company that's been around for like 139 years, Robinsberger or something like that. Um, but I think what's really the most interesting part is just the fact that they are—they already have like some entrance into this with uh, Star Wars because they own Star Wars and there's Star Wars cards that's out right. there. Okay. Um, but they're really trying to make a place for their own thing completely they don't have to go out to tops or anything so this is going to be all disney which makes me again the amount of money the investment that goes in behind something like this means that they think that the card space is a lucrative space again as the overall investor mentality uh that i have i think that this is another good sign for the market
1: i like it i agree with that one
0: um Oof. You agree with that. I'm surprised you agree with that one but you didn't agree with the other one. Um, yeah, one of those was good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's wrong? My elbow on my left arm now is hurting me.
0: But in about a month a little bit of pain. Like the same kind of elbow pain from the other one you had surgery on? It's hard to say. Other one was
1: fragmented bone. I know. I don't think that can be repeatable, but I also bench pressed like a maniac this morning, so that could be. Would you bench? Uh, what I do? I did. I actually had a pretty good day. 245 9 reps. Which for, for me is about as much, as much as I could ever do.
0: What's your PR? What's that? What's so funny? Why are you laughing? It's so random, you talking. What's your PR, bro? I'm just curious. What is it? I just I know. thought. It's just funny, it's just a hilarious so- thing. It's like Santa Claus
1: walking up to me. What's your (laughs) your summer like over here? What do you care? None of your business. Um,
0: I don't think that's different. Maybe…
1: I don't do much more than that ever, really. I'm always by
0: myself. I think I went up to
1: 265 today and did three or four. If I had to do like one rep, I know I could do 315.
0: One or two. Can I spot you? I'll come to the gym with you? (laughs) You and me? Sure. I'll come in there bro. I'm excited um there there's a couple other things we've talked about the mbappe stuff already we talked about the mantle stuff um here's something you oh. know how simmons has been uh silent there was an article about simmons mean, breaking well like, we haven't heard much from him oh um simmons has broken his silence apparently he's been silent uh for a lot of people he's said he is living the life he has chosen he says he's eternally grateful for the continuous outpouring of love and gratitude that he's received what? from across the globe. Yeah, our boss. What ha- Did something happen? Here. Oh, Richard Simmons. Richard Simmons breaks silence. Oh, okay. Tells the boss he's okay. living the best life he's chosen. So not our boss. Not our boss.
1: That's a guy in a tie-dye leotard. This is
0: not... That's a different Simmons? I just assumed... So our boss, podfather. <laughs> this guy is
1: dancing around to the oldies, as Vince Vaughn famously said.
0: Do you, that. You know what this is a reference to? Do you remember multiple times when we first started the pod you that didn't know I genuinely <laughs> thought it was Richard for a couple of times? I misspoke and said Richard. There was domain. actually a
1: couple of nice things. So you would call him Richard Simmons. Yep. What did
0: you call Bill Russell?
1: Remember, you didn't know <laughs> Bill Russell who that was either. Yeah.
0: Wow. It is funny to see how much that I. I'm kind of surprised I didn't know who Bill Russell was. Um, if anyone's curious. Uh, Richard Simmons is okay.
1: Is he still dancing with the oldies though? Doing no,
0: apparently he's like, he went into hiding. He's, this is the first time he's come out in like 16, six years like to talk to anybody. So there he is right there <laughs> in that suit. So, I just, what, what? When I, here's the, the reason why this even came up today is because I was going <laughs> through my news home, feed kundling, and I'm like, men and I, in tights, and I you know I, yep. I, I saw it said Richard Simmons and for a half seconds I did think, oh,
1: Bill. And then I realized it wasn't Bill. It's probably best we talk about Luminance.
0: Uh, yeah, Luminance comes out as of tomorrow, 2022, $299. I'd like to see pictures of this stuff. I'm almost positive it's
1: all uh, college uniform. Let me double check. Google search images. So the rookies are all... I'm pretty sure the rookies are all college. All the pro stuff is going to be... Um. Like, the pros, obviously, are in their vet uniforms. Excuse me. All the vets are in their pro uniform. Yeah. So, rookies are all... called. This is, again, that the issue with why the XRCs, I think, are, is such a weird thing for those to be first out pro uniform, mm-hmm. and then these are college. So Okay. It's cheap. I don't know. If you like college stuff, it's probably great. I like that you can get nice vet stuff in a cheap product because the rookie class kind of takes it down. So,
0: not bad. Three autos, one memorabilia, five parallels, four inserts... Forty card or yeah, forty cards per box. Okay, three hundred dollars. Is this this is like a retail box, right? No, no, that's, or a hobby. no. that's a That's hobby box. Oh, it is a hobby box. Yep, I think they only make hobby. Matter of fact, I know they only make
1: hobby of that stuff.
0: Okay, no retail. Um, let me see. Let's go to all right. Oh, and the other there's only a few other things as far as what is it? There's top tier one Bundesliga. We didn't. We weren't gonna go over too much. Oh, I did just want to mention the top Star Wars thing, just because there are some like bounties out for some Star Wars cards right now. Um, if anybody has any interest in that, I think like Gem Mint put up a post um, from High End Case Breaks on Instagram, but like fifteen thousand dollars for uh, Princess Leia Onyx card, twelve thousand five hundred for uh, Han Solo card. I think there's like a $25,000 uh, bounty on the 2022 Star Wars Sapphire, Darth Vader card, Sheesh. Onyx. Um, there's just, there's a lot of money in some of these cards. So just so you know, uh, if you are interested in getting in on some of those rips, it's, it can be an investment as well as for fun. I'm, anytime I've gotten in on a Star Wars break, it's mainly just been for fun because I don't know much about the values. But there is definitely some high-end stuff. Um, all right. So then after that, I mean, I just wanted to give a shout out before we do mailbag. Anything else you have? You and Loman. Yeah, yep. I figured we'd shout him out, right? Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Lo uh, what was it? James Loman sent us both, like a just a ton of cards, like and not just like the base stuff that no one cares about. Like there's some actual really cool value and stuff personal to us. Like he sent me a ton of shack cards, uh, some Titan stuff. Um, really nice Terrell Owens, uh, rookie card overall, just, I don't know. Like what, who does that? Like, that's really cool. Thank you, James. We actually do. I shouldn't say who does that. Cause there was another guy who just sent us, what was his name? Eric Baker. He sent me a, uh, Mona Lisa pro set card and I, he sent a sticker to Mike, um, oh yeah, saying no. Say, well, it, circle with the line. Yeah, on. so that you could uh, tell anybody no that you needed to. Um, but thank you guys, and oh, and there's also we'll we'll probably talk about it in the next episode when we have the finished product. But Duxbury sent us another really awesome thing. Um, I look forward to showing you guys. Um, all nice. right, mailbag time. I think so. Uh, mailbag, Sean Anthony. Uh- do not
1: read Sean. Oh you can't wow. write a book. I don't even know what we're talking about.
0: I never hit the more button on yeah, that thing.
1: There's a lot more. Sean,
0: I, you got a shout-out, but I'm sorry, man. We gotta do something a little shorter than that, my friend. I mean, um yeah, I don't know what to do with that. Tim Tim Gilman. Uh to follow up further on your crack slash resubmit play from CS for CSG. I've noticed that there doesn't seem to be as big of pricing difference on autos and lower numbered cards. Correct. Is this to be expected? Or just an aberration, since there are so few autos and higher-end cards graded with CSG?
1: It just shows you the value of the card over the holder in very certain instances, this being one of them. If a Brady card is numbered to five, I don't care what holder it's in. Of the big four, I want that card. I'm going to pay the premium.
0: Uh, BD Scranders. So he has RVA sports cards on the app. Yes, he is. Uh, maybe an announcement, but I'll be full-time starting next week uh, during the day. Hey, Blake. If you want to make an announcement, don't just use mailbag as your excuse, okay, bro? You got you got your one. There you go.
1: So, Blake is all about low-end baseball singles. He just runs, like, tons of auctions, hundreds at a time. Uh, yeah, good good seller. Something different than what we have. Like, no cases, no boxes, no nothing. Just lower-end uh, singles. Judge Rookies, Goldschmidt. I actually bought a bunch of stuff from him the other day and graded it all. So, yeah,
0: if that's kind of your thing, he's actually a good seller to check out. Uh, John Boren, can you guys get your Panini rep on again to talk about distribution? The retail situation has gotten better for some folks, but the four targets near me are always wiped out, despite signs stating there's a limit per customer. I, I don't know if the, they can control what happens inside the target, John. I, I apologize. Yeah, I don't know if there's an answer there. Um, Ken Griffin, also another seller on the app, uh, how many bad games in a row would Trey Lance have to have before Jimmy G takes back the reins? Oof. I mean, if he looks really bad four to six. We're going to start seeing, hearing rumblings, I would say. Uh, Let's see. Tyler Rodriguez. Have you ever seen a card in a slab that is graded a PSA 10, but with a noticeable flaw? How do you price the card or do you crack it and sell raw?
1: I sell it. I I would say this. I would sell, I sell it on the holder and you can disclose the condition if you, if you choose to, but yeah, I mean, and I've had this happen with not just PSA, PSA, SGC, BGS cards that have noticeable flaws that are gems yeah, I mean, you have to be a little more upfront with the damage, though. But some guys don't care, anyways, because a lot of people nowadays are just buying the holder at this point. So, uh, yeah, I would say just
0: kind of case by case on that one. But as the buyer, you got to be careful of that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, how do you do that? You just ask for really close cards or, or close pictures. Yeah, I mean, in general, the cards are going to match the grades.
1: But yeah, if you if you need to scrutinize a little more, do do so. Okay.
0: Um, I skipped this one just because it seemed long. I'm going to kind of cut through it. So Will Locke asks, Golden is now going to take in cards for PSA grading service with no cost to the submitter up front. I don't trust Golden with anything, let alone sending my cards to them uh, to have graded through PSA. Um, Mike, what's your take on this? I,
1: so what's the point of the question then, Will? I don't know who Will is. Like, If you don't trust him, what does it matter? You're not going to send it anyways. Like, You're yeah. just trying to like get us to bat. Like, I, I've, I've used Golden multiple times. I've never had an issue. I would allow Golden to sub my cards at PSA for me. I wouldn't have a problem with it. Yeah, like, I'm kind of surprised what the hey. I hate take this company. I don't trust them.
0: But what do you think <laughs> I should do here? Well, don't. Okay, good for you. You should like, probably just don't trust them.
1: Yeah, like I don't. What are we? What, yeah, I, I have no use for that type of stuff. Like, what are we doing?
0: Jr. I appreciate it, dude. Again, just like these
1: really long. His questions issue was are about hard. customer service and lack of response from Panini. Okay. Very frustrating. He will now be avoiding Panini breaks. Not the only one to say that, by the way. Yeah, I don't know what's up with the because customer
0: service. We will ask lack s- of customer service. Just specific customer service, not about redemptions or anything like that.
1: Oh, I think it's all of it. Redemptions, okay. You know, damaged cars, missing autos. Yeah.
0: Um, is that like that's a bigger question though? Like, because Tops, I mean, sure they've run into these things too. Like, is this just the game you play, or do you? It expect It seems something? like
1: Panini customer service has been a fairly consistent cause for complaint for many. Okay, I can't speak to it because we call people direct. Like, it's we're. It's yeah. not, that's not useful to anybody else though. So, okay. yeah, I mean, I don't know. They're a huge sponsor of the show. We love them and they've been great to us, but that does seem to continue to come up. Like at some point, they I would hope they do something to address it better.
0: Um, Ryan Ord just announced that Kellen Mond is being cut by the Vikings. Any insight or any foresight on how this will affect his card value going forward?
1: I didn't even know Kellen Mond had any value before this happened. And he was with the Vikings. He wasn't going to play over Kirk Cousins, who's had statistically very good seasons multiple years in a row. So I, I don't know why he
0: would have any value left at this point, anyways. Um, sorry, Ryan. You, we don't mean to crap on your guy, but it doesn't sound great. Franco Caliz. It feels like for most of us, many of the cards you talk about are out of budget. With NFL, NBA seasons, it, it grinds. Uh, it's grind season where we hit singles and doubled to afford some of the bigger cards. Any players you think will get more folks at the lower end of the hobby?
1: Uh, yeah, again, I think you gotta, if you're gonna go lower end, you gotta look for non quarterbacks in NFL, look for skill position players or quarterbacks that you wanna take a flyer on. Hey, I think, like we mentioned earlier, Geno Smith maybe is a guy, Baker Mayfield in general is fairly cheap. Um, Even Zach Wilson, compared to the other guys, pricing of that class is relatively cheap. Or then you look at guys who maybe take a huge jump this year from position players. Christian McCaffrey, maybe he's a guy you look at. Jalen Waddell, I think, is worth a look. Um, Justin Jefferson, I love, but I don't know what changes with his situation. Debo Samuel, super electrifying receiver. So that's kind of the the play then. Look at non-quarterbacks or quarterbacks who are out of the limelight.
0: Uh, James Martin guys, when discussing values of cards, I often hear you ask about the pop count. Could you talk about how the pop count impacts card values? It's a bit, uh, it's a, is it different for older versus newer different sports for, or brands? Obviously the more the pop, the less the value.
1: Yeah. I mean, so like when we're talking about old cards, you know, with very investable cards, to me, 2,000 is a number that, again, just internally, a lot of the Brady's I have, I want to see a pop of less than 2,000. With newer stuff, though, Jama, Rant, Silvers are 2,500, I bet, or 15 to 2,500, somewhere in that range. I have no problem with that for newer stuff. It's a, to me, newer stuff is 10,000 and below. Crazy high pop, obviously, but new stuff is also relatively cheap. And then with Vintage, it makes a major difference. You'll see some guys advantage. vintage, the great, the jump from a five to a six in grade is major. And it's because of that, the pop count. So it means a lot, the higher end stuff. Um, there's actually a discussion happening yesterday in a group I was in and it was a, well, the Michael Jordan, 86 flare ever hit the PSA 10 ever hit a million dollars. And the thought was no way there's 300 of those. I think it's about 300 pop count. How is a pop of 300? So it kind of got me down the rabbit hole of what is the highest pop count on a million dollar card? I actually think it's the PSA 8 1952 Mantle. It's worth like a million and a half dollars. And the pop count is 35. I bet there's not a card that has more than 35 for a pop count that sells for a million dollars. Like I could not think of anything even close. Not that there's just tons of million dollar cards anyways. I bet that's the most accessible because of pop count.
0: I That is a really good question. If anybody knows of anything, I would love to hear it. Um, but yeah, that hmm, that is a really good question. Um, all right. Then I'm going to go back to this one from Grace, uh, Grayson Schutz, Schutzman. How much is the dip in the market since May uh, have to do with this being the first normal offseason summer in three years because of COVID and the market will rebound as football and basketball come back? I
1: don't necessarily. Uh, yeah, the wording on that's the market a funny, is but, dipping because we're in a regular off-season cycle. Yeah, I don't I think, think it has anything to do with it. We're just we're coming off of a crazy all-time high, and the world is getting back to normal out of. a uh, So I guess it has something to do with it because the world is coming out of the recession. I mean the the COVID lockdown, but I, that was the case by and large for a lot of people last
0: year. Well, and plus, like yeah. you did mention on, like there is a talk that there is going to be a recession. So the fact that the Market is also taking a dip at this time. Probably has a lot to do with that, too. Um, Jens Shelby, it seems that cards graded less than a 10 or gem mint are at or near an all-time low in value. Is there a play there to try to pick up underpriced nines to try and submit for a 10?
1: I don't mind you doing that, but that just to be clear, Jens, that is not even near the case. Maybe they're at an all-time low since COVID, but look at prices before COVID. Nothing's anywhere near an all-time low
0: in value. But there's a huge discrepancy in some nines to tens, so maybe it's worth a shot. Tim Miller, when you have an auto on the card graded and it comes back less than a ten, how much affects? Ooh, it hurts. The, How much does that affect the resale value? It hurts.
1: Yeah, a lot. I, don't, I can't put a percentage on, but I would say at least twenty-five percent.
0: What is it again that affects the auto being less than a ten?
1: Like, so if it goes off the card? Okay. Like if the line continues off the car, Mm. if there's a streak in the auto or if it's smeared at all, smudged at all. Okay. Yep. Um, Big effect on value though.
0: But you can, I mean, that seems like you could probably tell before you ever sent that in much easier than probably some other grading. Yes, for sure. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, James Zaccadini. I'm thinking of putting together a card show around MLB All-Star Weekend next year in Seattle. What will it take to get Mike and Jesse out to Emerald City? I've always wanted to go to Seattle. Jesse's in. Rainy, you just did it, James. Rainy city. Um, thanks, James. We'll we'll talk about it. Aaron Hernandez, any thoughts on Ken Golden burning 86 Fleer empty packs on Instagram?
1: You actually asked me about this before the show. Yeah, I had not even heard, heard of it. You hadn't heard
0: about it. I, I have not even I, seen it. I don't know what it was, if it was alive live or what, because I, I saw that um, Lamine James made some funny content about it. Uh, but then I tried to go back and find something. I couldn't find it. So I don't know if it's up anywhere or not, but if anybody has any insights and they want to drop it in the Facebook group, please feel free. By the way, thank you to everyone on the Facebook group. This group is uh, probably today going to hit 40,000 members. Yeah, kind did. of a, yep. a huge thing. Well, it hasn't yet. It says that, but it's actually rounding up. I think it's oh, like 20 really? something to go. So I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, so we're getting there, but yeah, thank you guys. Um, all right, we have a, actually a ton more questions. Uh let me see. Let me go back. Nathan Hamilton, with Bowman's first auto, uh first autos outpricing my budget. Is it a bad idea to go after current prospect autos out of unlicensed products? Nope, stay in your budget. I like that. Um Edwin, oh do you say that just because there's gonna be more value overall if he stays with Bowman? He's not staying with Bowman. No. He's saying well, like um, he's saying, go after current auto prospects out of unlicensed product. You said not to do that? No, I said to do that. Yeah. Oh, I'm that's sorry. what he yeah. can afford. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, Edwin o- Otero, I'm going poo holes hunting. That's funny. It sounds funny. Buying a sealed 2001 Bowman Chrome baseball hobby box. Yes or no? I just buy singles. I don't love the idea of some of the Chrome stuff sealed long term. Like as far as like the condition of the cards. Yeah,
1: start to make me wonder. I don't know.
0: I think it's just safer to get the card. Um, interesting. Okay. Uh that is something we don't talk about, is like when do you have to start really being concerned about like just cards sticking together and mm-hmm. things like that. Um, I wonder if that affects different kinds of cards differently. Oh, yeah. Cr- like
1: chrome finished cards, yeah. foil cards, way different. Yep. Like, it affects them worse, you would say? Mm -mm,
0: Absolutely. Yeah, because paper
1: cards, unless you get them, like, there's, like, a humidity or moisture issue in general, not the end of the world.
0: But. That is, yeah. Okay. Um, Abram King, could you guys ever see Panini putting redemptions in boxes for meet and greets of players? Oh, this
1: is actually going to start with NFL select NFT packs. There's going to be some real-life experiences in those, actually. So, yeah, I I don't know if they're going to do it in physical, but they're definitely going to do it in
0: NFTs. That is going to be something really cool we, when we get to talk about the details of those. Um, you know what? Going, I thought about this before the show, and I was going to ask uh, when we were talking about Mbappe. So you, we had our whole thing about Mbappe's cards being worth more in Topps Chrome because um, it's only the one time ever. Jason disagrees, with the way. He agrees with you. He thinks Panini will dilute the market overall, including Topps. Got it. Um, so my overthought, my overall thought was, though, because we keep talking about the fact that, well, it's not a fact. We think Panini's gonna get bought out mm-hmm. by fanatics. Is that going to mean anything as far as the fact that like even before so then when so, licensing over? Yeah, maybe up. even before these cards come out. Possible. It could be Very under the possible. same. So yep.
1: that's a good let me let me hit the Joe one real quick. Because okay. Joe asked, because this is a thing I hear all the time. I did want to address it. The big breakers are getting all the all the juiced boxes. This is the and he agrees. This is a dumb conspiracy theory. They open way more product than other people. Like, I think sometimes people are like, oh, well, the big guys are opening three cases. I'm only opening a pack. Mm -hmm. No. The big breakers are opening 50 to 100 cases. You're opening a box. Yeah. Small breakers are opening a case. There's a huge discrepancy in the amount of product. That's why, statistically, they are getting way more big hits. But then again, we had a 13-year-old pull the 101 Mac Jones out of Prism. It's over (laughs) $100,000. Like, Eddie pulled, I would argue, the biggest card out of F1 dynasty this year the a Leclerc 101. Oh like yeah. Like with Geo Breaks. Like he that's not one of the biggest breaking companies around. He pulled the biggest hit out of their premiere. So this is ridiculous. That I'm yes,
0: Joe, you are spot on. We can put that to rest officially. Um Christian Miller need to have a segment called Donkeys in the Hobby and let Mike go off unfiltered. I would love to see Jesse try to banter him back with that. Oh, need more Mike be, exposing that'd donkeys. That'd be great. Uh, <laughs> you know what I would I would just sit back and I would I'd would put on headphones and just listen to something else. Only way it would work. <laughs> Perry England with the trending of buying slabs to crack the, another one of these what does uh, that really say about the reliability and accuracy of any grading company? I think you overall? just asked, answered your own question, Perry. Wait, what is? what did, what did he answer? What well, are saying? Like if
1: everybody's doing it and they're coming back different, is anything reliable or accurate?
0: Oh, I see what I you're think, saying.
1: I think we're exaggerating the point quite a bit. But if, you, if that is your thought, I would say, okay, still you can benefit from the system, but be
0: selective with what you buy. Oh, I don't. I don't agree with this next question. Joseph Michael Harris. Who would win in a boxing match with gloves? Yeah, Mike has the speed, but Jesse has the power. I, three rounds, a, three minutes each round. Just oh, Lines this open so at Mike negative one twenty five. Jesse but plus one fifty. Um, here's the thing. I think I could do a little damage, but overall, like I, I think I can take a hit probably better than you could. I could take a hit from you better than you could take a hit from me.
1: Agreed. I don't think you're making contact with me. You don't think so at all. Not like a good shot. The speed like, factors.
0: From- after the first two minutes, I agree. But in the first two minutes before I'm winded, I think I could you I You catch get, me? Okay. Oh, like, is it, are we not in a ring? Like, I figure we're yeah, in a box. Like, I mean, are you just running the whole ring the whole time? Because, I mean, Absolutely. I'm not going to get winded
1: from just standing there. I think you understand I mean, I how will, exhausted but- you get. Anybody, not just you. Like. It's a crazy cardio. Yeah, I. I, I at, are we at minus a,
0: Are we going to a gym at
1: minus one twenty five? I'm putting a lot of money down, folks. Um,
0: and plus one fifty, that's an insult to you. You should be the long rounds, shot, the Cinderella three, man. Nine minutes—that's a long time. Yeah, Can I we mean, do two rounds? Your heart wins that match <laughs> after
1: about one and a half rounds. That's the end of that. So,
0: oh, it's nice to laugh. That's right, be
1: done. That's a huge
0: mailbag we've done. Mike's right. ready to throw us off. So. Yeah, I'm sorry, Mike. I don't apologize to him. But he's such a nice guy. It's fine.
1: There you go. We'll be back Thursday this week. Tuesday again next week because of the holiday,
0: correct? Yes. Yep. Okay. Labor so there Day. You
1: go And we'll, we'll have like some sort of an update on the whole documentary thing, I would guess, on Thursday. We're also going to Nash Cards tonight at Mount Juliet. So if you happen to hear oh, this yeah. by the time it comes out, we'll be there from like five to seven tonight. I'm guess. I mean, it's like literally when this comes out. So if you hear it, just get in your car and start driving just there. Just drive right. Intrinsically, now. <laughs> you should just know I gotta get there instinctively, <laughs> not intrinsically. So there you go. That is Sports Cards Nonsense powered.
0: Not so easy, is it? Oh, I got so much crap when I tried. You did. Sports
1: Cards Nonsense brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network, powered by Spotify. Other event, too. Friday night, we're ripping that $25,000 case of soccer. Should be kind of fun. Come, Come by and hang out on our socials or at Card Shop Live. We're done. Goodbye.